This is Alma Wayne Myers, and you are listening to Epilepsy Hell to Epilepsy Well. Today's been an interesting day. Got a lot of running around, a little things to do. It was nice, kind of getting a sense of accomplishment, although I don't know what I did other than buy a sandwich. <laughs> Sandwiches are good. I don't know what it is. I've not had a sandwich for a while. I really wanted a sandwich. So we went down to Home Depot, trying to look at faucets or whatever for the tub because we got a little drip and we got some uh, old stuff going on there, the calcium buildup and whatnot. So, you know, it's probably been in there for a while. So we figured we'd just get something nice, throw it in there, clean it up. Uh, I've done plumbing for a while, so it's not really that hard. I just got to do it. And so we get over to Home Depot and course that section is kind of blocked off that's the same spot where the person is stocking the shelves or trying to trying to look around them but it really wasn't working i end up deciding that we're gonna order online because there's a better selection most of the time and there's not anybody trying to stock the shelves while you're trying to get to this stuff but she was really nice and it was awesome getting a chance to go around there i don't know i feel like a kid in a toy shop when i go play with toys i play with tools i play with projects and things i can do to make things better like whether it's people houses you know i like making sure the place i live in is taken care of i learned how to take care of my place a long time ago i learned how to take care of other people's places and i learned how to take care of people i learned how to take care of cars, animals, you know, there's just learn how to live. Living is awesome. So I did a little living and we got a sandwich. And sandwiches are good. I don't know if you guys, um, Jersey Mike's is one of my favorite places to go for some reason. I don't know what it is. I have loved that place for several years now. There's been several places across this uh state i can think of i don't know where all jersey mike's at but i know i've been to them several places here in california it was an awesome place in new york uh and north hollywood when i was down there talking to some of the people there was cool that uh, one of the managers assistant managers she was a singer and one of the other ones was a bassist as well as i am and they were in a band together and when they had chance they got to play but things got busy for them and they didn't really have a chance to play anymore but I really liked them. They were a lot of fun, and they made getting sandwiches there a really good experience for me. And up here in Santa Barbara, they're still, they're really nice. It's fun to talk to the people. We had a kid who was new. He was learning. Sounded like this might have been day one or day three, somewhere really, really, really early. So, you know, there's a lot you're trying to throw at you all at once, and you just have somebody standing over your shoulder telling you, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And you're trying to remember it all, but you're kind of overwhelmed by the fact you got a bunch of people watching you. You're doing your thing. You're trying to do your thing. You can't remember any of it. And I was just kind of talking to, you know, earlier because, you know, we make up after we fight about stuff because, you know, we realize life is crazy. But so um, anyways, I don't remember where I was going because I guess I got sidetracked about talking with Ina. So I was talking with Ina. And, you know, like, seriously, we kind of fought pretty bad. And I understand, and she understands that this whole process has been going on with my dad. It's been crazy. So there's no way to really 
cope with this without, you know, trying to get it out in weird ways and stuff. And, you know, like, this is pretty traumatic for her. She's never had to deal with a drug addict that was just this good at, like, playing woe is me. I've been trying to say this is, like, what he's been doing his whole life. His mom's been, you know, like, my mom, his his mom and sister basically bullied my younger brother into guilt tripping him into like taking care of my dad when he would get himself so drugged out that he would be, Oh, I'm horrible. I'm miserable. I need help. I'm going to shoot myself. I'm going to die. Like just like going on these horrible, horrible, horrible self pity rants of just drugness. It's just, it's not like this when he's sober, but for whatever reason, He's stumbling around, falling down, losing stuff, and he needs everybody to take care of him while he's drugged out. And it's pretty sad. And, you know, again, it's the whole whining and he's old and you worry about, like, how he's doing. And I really hope he's doing well, but I know he is. Like, he always does. He's got plenty of money to take care of himself. He just got to figure out how to, like, take care of himself, which, you know, I'm nobody's parent. I helped raise my brothers and sisters, and that was frustrating enough. Um, being responsible for everybody without having the right tools and ability to do anything. It's like, all right, how am I supposed to make people do stuff when you can't? But I'm responsible for doing it and going to be held accountable. So, I don't know. It is what it is, right? Uh, family is crazy. I wouldn't wish my family on a whole lot of anybody. And, you know... Michael's pretty much a lot more sane out of the others in the way that they treat other people. Uh, he's kind of like heartbroken too. He's like, I don't want to date anybody anymore after these last few people. You know, he dated the, the one girl I was with. And, you know, Christine kind of turned on him too. And the whole aspect of just told her daughter to not tell him the truth. To just not talk about what was bothering her. And, you know, just create this giant problem between her and him so that she could get her daughter back and have, you know, this controlling force. It was pretty sad. Like, seriously, one of the biggest problems I had with Christine and her daughter was when she's sitting there talking to people on the phone, making deals for discounts and trade and whatnot for a date with her daughter. It was freaking really, really disappointing listening to people using their daughters and children as bargaining chips to get like deals and discounts. It was kind of like she's just straight up pimping out her daughter. And I was kind of heartbroken that that was the kind of woman I was looking up to. I thought she was kind of, you know, an amazing person. You know, we all have our flaws, we all, but I've realized slowly but surely that she just is not a nice, loving person, and that she lies to herself more than anyone else, but she has these amazing skills. She could just cope with reality without taking it out on people around her. She could probably have a much better life. Um, she's really good at yelling and demanding her boyfriends to do whatever she wants, but Again, she'll give her daughter the worst advice ever about do not communicate. That way you cannot have a healthy relationship. Because the surest way to end your relationship is do not communicate. Like my dad just hid 
in this room, had plenty of chances to communicate with me. He would go, he'd try to talk to Ina, and I explained it to Ina, because everybody does this when they come through here. All these drug addicts, they've done the same thing, where they're like, Ina is nice, and she will protect me from Alma. And it's not that Alma is a bad guy, I'm not. But I do believe in holding people accountable for what it is that they're supposed to do. And if you're, say you're going to do something, you should do it. And what good are you if your word is useless? I mean, seriously, why are you going to destroy your name? Why are you going to destroy the value of anything? Because really, who are we at the end of the day except, you know, our name? You know, what's in the bank? It's money. You know, we can help people. What we do with that money, we help people, we spend it ourselves, whatever. That goes towards our name. You know, it doesn't matter. The works that we do in the world, the things, like, what are you doing? Are you going around, you know, destroying your family members? Or are you going around trying to understand, like, the problems that are going on and trying to help improve them? Because, you know, we're all stressed out. And at the end of the day, well, we need a hug. We all need a hug. So if you guys all need to get a hug, I need to take a nap real soon. But, you know, telling you guys, it's worth talking to people. It's worth making up and not trying to hold a grudge. It's worth understanding the situation because this was really, really traumatic for all of us over here. It was really, really, really hard. And it's still traumatic and hard, but we're working through it. And we're working on not beating each other up in the process because... That's kind of the goal is to grow and learn from mistakes and make better days and better ways for your life. You know, self-care, health care, mental health, all this is in the process of how you process everything and what you want to do with it. I mean, because you can sit there and wish and hope and dream for something. But if you never actually take the time to figure out how to do it, if you never actually put in the effort you're never gonna get there. That's all there is to it. You'll just end up in the same spot you're at right now, a year from now, three years from now, maybe five years from now, and you're gonna find your health like just deteriorates slowly but surely over time when you're not taking care of yourself. It's just what happens. I've seen so many people that the moment that they stop working, the moment they stop moving, the moment they sit down, their health declines, their weight goes up, they're eating wrong, their habits are all horrible, they're no longer in control of their life, they let their emotions rule everything, and they're no longer feeling worth anything, because what do they have left to offer, because they're this fat, overweight, blah, 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 story that you tell yourself that you really need to change. Because, honestly, it doesn't matter what you look like. What matters is what you do. How you feel about yourself is what you do about yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to feel good about yourself. If you're not following through with the things that you tell yourself you're going to do, you're not going to feel good about yourself. You're lying to yourself. You can't trust yourself. At some point, it reaches where you don't trust yourself and you know it. And so you start telling yourself lies and you tell everyone else more lies and you expect somehow that everybody's going to buy into these lies because that's what you want. We had this one guy, his name was uh, Private Belt in the military. Guy was hilarious. 
we had a phone call one day. I don't remember. That might even been me or some other people. I can't remember. It's been a while, but somebody calls up one day looking for sergeant belt. We're like, wait a minute, private belt? So this guy had made himself up, was dating this girl for nine months, and this whole time was lying to her about everything. So we kind of set up a situation when he got in trouble to help him get together with her to kind of have one last straighten it out, whatever. And the whole truth comes out about him just being a completely self-made man. I mean, it's cool. It'd be a self-made person to make yourself, but not to make yourself up. He completely made himself up. This woman had no idea who he was. I might have said this, but I need to drill on this point. Nine months of dating somebody to find out the whole time is a lie. So this guy is like, but I love you, I love you, I love you. And she says, I don't know who you are. All you do is lie to me. And I don't know anything about you because this whole nine months is a lie. There's nothing to love. I don't love lies. So seriously, one of the best things you can always do is be honest. Find ways to communicate where you don't have to be hateful, where you can be a little more communicative in a way that finds results. And hopefully you don't have to fight and yell at each other and scream and make each other's life hell in the whole process because it shouldn't be that way. You guys should really need to stop, calm down, take a breath. I learned this a long time when I was a kid, just go for a walk. That was one of my things. It was always go for a walk. There's a lot of research about it. There's a lot of research about endorphins, the whole process of being in a much better mood, just going for a nice walk. Uh, it really, really helps. I personally also love music when I'm having a little bit of trouble of making out the door. I just throw on some nice jams and my music taste is incredibly eclectic. So it could be anywhere from some Britney Spears to some Five Finger Death Punch. There's just all kinds of craziness going on in my head. So it's great to enjoy music. It's great to enjoy life. And it's great to do more than just sit in your head being upset. So go ahead, take your nap too. When you wake up, you got plenty more to do to help make your life better. So I'm going to lay down. I'm going to take a nap for a little while. I hope you all have yourself a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon, wherever it is you are. Take care of yourself and take care of the people with you.